Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep-dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Welcome to Season 10, Episode 1 of Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borkas. I'm Sarah C. We're finally here, you guys. Woo! This feels so amazing. Yes. It's it's like the wait is finally over. It came so fast, but not... Yeah, it's like... I, I'm kind of freaking out because it's like, how is it already here? But then it's like, it's finally here. It's like all the emotions... Yeah, we just came off the Ariana event, if you guys want to hear our experience with that. And we had a little something about her update. You can go listen to our Patreon episode from Sunday's event. Tonight is the cast premiere party. It's at Sir right now. Um, we have one of you guys, shout out to Vinti, who is at Sir and got to witness a lot of it and meet a lot of the folks there she met sheena and max and guillermo <laughs> anyways um yeah we were gonna meet up with Fintia schwartz and sandy's for premiere night tomorrow night but then after ariana's event and the toms are in new york so we just figured let's make better use of our time and we'll we have a bunch of stuff up there anyways coming up so yeah, really get into this episode yes so cool yeah you guys Definitely check out um, later this month. We've got more events we'll be posting here and on Patreon for the extra juicy content. And stay tuned and follow our Instagram at Vanderpump Rules Party. And DM us if you like or email us at Vanderpump Rules Party at gmail.com with any questions or suggestions. Yeah. And if you're new here, um, this is what we do. Every week you'll find us recapping the episode in depth. And um, you can join our private Facebook group, which is amazing. Like it's you can get all the updates there. It's a super active group. And yeah, join us for. Yeah, we put a lot of, of it. extra content in there. So do all of you guys that have joined. Um, people put their own photos of the restaurants, of the events, of the cast or whatever that they've experienced their stories. Um, so it's a fun place to go to get extra juice. And it's like an amazing community of Vanderpump Rules people. Everyone's super nice in there. And it's, um, yeah, super active and fun. All right. So should we get into the episode? Yes. So you guys can go back and find where we have recapped the first seven minutes of this episode. Um, we still will touch on everything here, but just wanted to let you know, you can go back and find other content um, yeah, we did a deep dive on the first seven minutes, so we will, like Holly said, cover those seven minutes as well, but probably not as in great right. detail because yeah. we don't want to be repetitive. Exactly. But I was pleased that like, there was a little surprise in this for us. Like, It opened up to something that we had not seen yet, so let's get into that. Oh my God, so I, I started this and I thought, wait... Did I hit the wrong show? Is this like Twilight or something? Or like with the flashback interview with a vampire? It was like doomsday, dong, like church bells in like Eastern Europe. <laughs> yeah, I just like my eyes just got very wide, and I was just like, okay, we're going right into it. I mean, a little uh, shady in the editing, I guess. I mean, it just it gave this doomsday vibe. Yeah, 
It was very, the music and everything about the shot was very like. Of weddings past. Da, da, da. So we had 12 years of flashbacks of uh, Katie and Tom. Yeah. So it opens up and it says like August 2016. Um, and the vows are shown in like black and white. And um, and then all of a sudden you have Tom and Katie coming into their confessional shots. And you hear Jerry's wonderful voice saying, are you ready to get into it? And they're both like, let's do it. And it's like a side by side shot. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So this was the iconic Wednesday wedding, you guys. Like, this really is, like, this hurts us all. You know what I mean? Like, we we really, we went through it with this couple. Not We watched the Wednesday wedding. We watched them not file that marriage certificate and have to go back to Vegas. Like, it's... We it's, talked about their wedding cake that sat out unrefrigerated for, like, three or four days. Yeah, it's it, <laughs> it's just been, like, a journey good times so katie kind of opens up and she's like you know we've been together for 12 years five years of marriage and she um says how she went to tom last winter and asked him for a divorce and he was like i was just i was stunned i was like i mean i I could tell you the reasons but i can't because like i was just like processing so i didn't really like listen and that's like one of the reasons she's divorcing me is because I didn't listen to her so I mean in that moment I started laughing because I'm like who does he remind me of here because he kind of had like this like it was Joey from Friends it's like well like I don't listen because I don't like the sound of her voice I don't know it's just a very Joey moment for the way he delivered that yeah I I found it comical also how he said you know, she laid it out really well. I wish I could tell you what she said, but I don't remember. And I didn't want to ask her what she said because she accused me of not listening. So it was like, <laughs> yikes, dude. Then it goes, they they showed the the problem is I don't like the sound of your voice. And right here, I wrote a curse word, the F word in my notes, just like that scene. That was the end. It ripped me to my core. Like it was... <laughs> you I heard that before. <laughs> I'm not like a fan of Katie nor Tom. Like I don't yeah. I am not invested, but that was very hard to watch. Because it was so gutting and like you knew it was like based on something he really felt. Yes, and like just the look in her face, like I also it, like it like shattered her as well. And like you're filming. Like you just said that on film. <sighs> I feel like that's really when that was the end. I do too. And yeah. And and I and if you, you know, being that we have gone through every single episode of this show with such a fine-tooth comb, he has like she's constantly been saying that he like gaslights her, that he, you know, he all he makes her look this way. He does this to her. Da, da, like we've heard her say that. Oh what, my god. What? So they had the reunion on from my- You just saw something. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god." Also, you guys on this podcast, we usually have some kind of surprise element that scares not only the listeners, but ourselves. Like when the police were pounding on, our, on my door one time in the middle of a podcast. Oh, my that God. That was fun. So I just scared Holly that way. No, they had the reunion on. And I was like walking by and it was this moment. It was Katie and Tom were on Zoom. Yeah. And she was saying something and he literally shoved his hand Ooh, over her I mouth. I remember that. And was like pushing her head back. Shut up. And like physically pushing her back i was like 
dude, that is horrible. That would make me go nuts. Snapped. Like she's, Katie's going to oxygen if season 11 doesn't come around. Yes. For her. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they both have their, you know, like, oh, she's so negative or don't, don't, don't. But then again, it's like she doesn't feel prioritized ever. And he had, he does always stand up for everyone before her. So it's like, is it is it like Christian Doty's book? He's making me crazy. Yes. And we'll get into this, but there's a comment that he makes later in the episode where I'm like, that's strange. Like, you've never done that before, but now you're starting that? Like, I don't know. There's a couple of things like relating to way the way that they're interacting after the, you know, the divorce has is in process that just feels off to me. But um But you also root for him because he is so nice and he is you guys very nice in person as well. Like he will talk to you, not just to humor you, but like literally talk to you for an extended period of time without, you know, like he's not looking around. They're one of the most interesting couples because I have times where I go into something like this where I'm like, I'm going to be on Katie's side. Like I'm, I'm annoyed with him. I see what he's doing. And then like, they'll show a little bit more of him. And I'm like, wait, like, like, I literally have never rooted for either of them. And I still, I'm still not. Yeah. <laughs> so then she goes, you know, she's explaining why. She goes, but I just told them, you know, we're going to have this great amicable divorce. But I told them there's just one rule. Don't hook up with anyone in the friend group. And I thought, one rule? You only have one rule, first of all. And A, that's it. Like, I don't know, maybe like, another rule don't trash talk me or don't talk about me to the press or don't talk about me on the show. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's a lot of rules. I wish that, <laughs> that like, I wish that she would have said like no hooking up in our, our work filming group. Right. I feel like obviously that's what she is saying, but I, I feel like if you replace that, that makes it a little more fair or like don't post anything for six months or don't, yeah, yeah. Or or like let's agree like to like we are going to control the story. So like let's not like if anything is going to happen like I would one of my rules would be like tell me if something's getting serious or there's something going on, just give me a heads up so I don't get like bamboozled in the press. Yeah, there could have been lots of rules or conditions that could have like better handled that. And also who was she worried about? So don't hook up was she worried he was going to hook up with Lala, her best friend at the time? Was she worried? Maybe she was worried about Raquel. Maybe. Because no one else is single. Yeah. I mean. Um, also, as she was like setting up this scene, it was kind of interesting because I was thinking also is it's like, yeah, this, um, Katie and Tom are not the only ones who are on the rocks right now. And she said, I'm not the only one that's nursing a heartache. We have Raquel and James who called off their engagement, which that is a big deal. As I was like looking for social media content to post, I came across a photo, a sponsored photo from Raquel's tea party engagement party. Like the company was like, look at what we did for Raquel. It was like from the company, like had not, and it was like literally this beautiful tea party that was put together. Her Coachella engagement thing that was put together is just like, it's, it's done. It's over all for nothing. Yeah. Or Sandoval. And then um, they oh, also talk about how Lala and Randall, you know, have their big thing going on. She has a baby with him. And yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It was weird. Like, 
who she's worried about because friend group, well, that girl Joe, he is dating or was dating. I guess she's in the friend group because she was Kristen's friend. So maybe she meant the broader circle. Or maybe- I feel, I, I mean, to me, like that statement means like if you're hanging out with the person, like that sounds like very limiting. But then, yeah, because that's how you meet people yeah. in LA. Like they don't have roommates anymore. They don't work server jobs anymore. And strangers they can't walk up to, we can't walk up to them and like really, yeah. like, it has to be a, a friend, friend group. Yeah. I mean, and it can't be just about don't date or hook up because then she later confesses like, She's already made out with a few guys and hooked up with a few guys. Yeah. And in one of the first scenes, um, they're at her apartment and he's and he's like, have you gone on a date? And she's like, yes. And he's like, ew, I wish I wouldn't have asked that. You know, it's like, well, yeah, you know, he hadn't. Yeah. So, you know, well, it's interesting. Okay, so then they have I'm not sure how this makes sense that they like the opening credits. So why are Katie Lala and Ariana at Tom Tom? Like none of them work there. Katie's no longer married to Schwartz. That's kind of how they did the first opening scene too. And Lisa tried to tie it together by saying, you're at your ex's bar. And then Lala made a joke. Um, so they should have kept the saw location and they could have filmed like them Holding sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> something. Of, instead of a pantini. Yeah, it, it doesn't quite connect for me. And then why do they put Baby in the corner? Why do they put Sheena at Sir with Rick Allen James? And it's like, Sheena worked at Sir as well as Ariana and Katie and Lala, kind of. So why are you leaving Sheena over at Sir? And also... Then they place James and Raquel right next to each other and then Sheena off to the side sitting down. I'm like... They should put Sheena in the middle, A, for respect, but B, because she is technically in the middle of James and Raquel and that friendship. Yeah. So that would make sense. Like she's kind of tied or pulled both directions. They're, they're, they're giving us a more of a mystery with Raquel and James. Like it's unfinished business. That's why it's oh, like that. You know what would have been better? James at the DJ booth, Sheena dancing, and Raquel bringing them drinks. Yeah. Just saying. Production, Jerry, if you need help next year, hit me up. <laughs> okay, so then... Okay, and then I did notice the, the shot of Ariana, Lala, and Katie at the Tom Tom. Did you notice their expressions? They look, like, pissed off. They're just, like, mean-mugging it. Like, sitting there or when they walk in? Sitting there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny. And then Lisa has, like, full-blown dynasty hair. Like, do you know what Dynasty is? Yes. Oh, okay. It's like that whole 80s. Foof, back. I've actually like been like really into like the new Dynasty. It's on Netflix. It's really good. Oh, okay. Are there still like Carringtons? Like, yes. She looked like Fallon Carrington. Yes. Okay. Colby's? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's Dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, okay. It starts off. Here we go into what we already kind of covered the first seven minutes of Katie and Tom doing their shared dog custody. And we see that Gordo is like sad. Tom's leaving. Yeah. That's about it. James in his, in his car, rocking out to his own tracks. You know, every musician's like, Oh no, I can't listen to myself. (laughs) James can. Yeah. He loves it. (laughs) And they did the fake out of, he's like, hello, my love. And then they pan over to Raquel. Hi. I didn't like that. 
Like I shady. Yeah, not a fan. And she's talking to Charlie and he's talking to Allie, his new girlfriend, who you guys, we were there when they met last January at the Canyon Club. We saw it happen. Um, but they are still together. It's been a wild ride for those two. Yes. And we, we went back to the Canyon Club when they filmed there and we watched Allie and Raquel have a little let's go outside and talk chat. Which is funny because I kind of assumed that that was maybe one of their first conversations, but obviously not after seeing this episode. Yeah, I know. It's like their because, third. Because James was also mad that he, that Allie was pulled at the Canyon Club. So now, yes. so he's just getting mad every time. Why did Raquel go to the Grafton Hotel or Hotel Ziggy? Because the group was. It's just kind of weird. Like you go to your ex-fiance's, like recent ex-fiance's gig, like intimate gig when his new girlfriend's there. Like it's odd. Yeah. I, I, I mean, for sure she has to. She's still driving the Jetta. I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> she needs the filming she, money. And she doesn't have an Amex. I, right. I feel like... Like, I'm proud that she went. I think it's awesome she went that she isn't, you know, feeling like she can't go out because he's there. I think it's great. Like, she has just as much of a right to be there as him. Yeah. So. All right. Um, okay. So then we have Ariana and Katie walking into Tom Tom. And you guys, I just had to little like call a little BS on this scene. They walk up. Of course, nobody's there. It's like obviously closed for filming. And Logan Cochran is there and huge embrace. Oh, my God. How are you? And they do a big hug. And I'm like, (coughs) you guys, I mean, Logan's great. Love him. He's awesome. He got us our first Tom Tom shirt, right? To give Mm -hmm. away when they didn't have merch. He hooked it up. Anyways, he's with Ariana like 24-7. Like, I think Logan and Ariana are together more than Tom and Ariana. Yeah. Definitely in their stories, they are. And they probably text a thousand times a day. So I'm like, bitch, you just talked to her and text like three minutes ago. I guarantee it. Would, it would be like if Peter and Guillermo reacted like that yeah. to each other. Like, <laughs> Peter, like, so good to see you. Thanks for coming in tonight. And it's like, Peter would be like, I'm literally here every night. Yeah. Like, what are, you, what are you talking about? I saw you earlier at brunch, G. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they sit down and they are... Oh, and then and then they're like, oh, this is a nice table. And I'm like, literally, Ariana, I've seen you sit at that table like at least three times. Yeah, like you can't act like it's like a new experience, dude. <laughs> Just fun little nuggets. So Katie and Ariana sit down and Katie says, are you cool that I invited I invited Law? <laughs> I don't think anyone should call her that because that's what Randall always like. Law. Hey, Law. Like, yeah, I think it would be a trigger for me. Yeah, if I was her, I don't know. I, my own name is still a trigger from. Sometimes I'm just like, please, just call me Kimberly. Yeah, so I'm triggered by my own name sometimes too. Yeah, because when someone overuses it, yes, I'm just like shut up. Why do you have to use the Daisy? Name? Daisy said to me today, she's like Holly, <laughs> and I'm like, like that is like payback for me calling Diane Diane. Well. Because you learn quick, that's how to get your mom's attention. Yes, when you're like, "Mom, mom, mommy, mommy," yeah, they don't look. I was just, I was just telling Sarah that today, like, I'm trying to take my notes and like get ready for tonight. And the kids were like, "Mom, mom, mom, Holly, Holly, mom, mom," and I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't." <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so Katie asks, like, are you and Lala oh, cool? Yeah. She said they're fine now. But then um, Katie's talk. She's like, how about you and Tom? And she's like, oh, we're great. I just had brunch with them or whatever. And then Ariana in her confessional says she doesn't think this BFF thing is sustainable. And she's right. Yeah. As we see. Yes. As we will I, see. I think it's a great idea. Goal. Yeah. Yeah. But like also like you're not Gwyneth Paltrow like trying to, um, uh, what would what she call it? Uncoupling? Yes. Yes. Con- conscious uncoupling. Yes. 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 It's like, I get it. It's the first step you have to go through because you can't just go cold turkey and let go of like a 12 year relationship. That would be really horrible. It's like you're losing your best friend, your partner, your routine, like everything, you know, so you kind of have to try and do that. But it's probably not going to be, you know, you can still be amicable. And you don't have to be like War of the Roses, like hate each other, but you're probably not going to be the BFFs. That's pretty rare. I think that it's going to be interesting. Like it's kind of unique that we literally have three relationships to kind of like see how they're handling themselves. Like we have Katie and Tom that are trying to be BFFs. We'll see how that goes. We have Raquel and James that are just like... James has completely started over and like doesn't care about Raquel's feelings at all. She's struggling to cut it off and let it go. Yeah, nor to check in on her. And she's trying to, you know, she's still working with him. She still cares about him. And it's really hard to watch TBH. And I don't know. Yeah. And then we have Lala and Randall where it's like, it's like so obvious that she can't talk about so much that we know it's bad. Yeah. So she rolls in in her pajamas with dogs all over them. And Lisa rolls in, says hi to Jojo. I was glad to see Jojo still working there. He's lovely. I I couldn't help but take note that when Lala came in her pajamas that like we have come a far way from her coming in, you know, riding on a PJ and she's rolling in in her PJs to Tom Tom. <laughs> it's like, hmm. I mean, smart if like she literally thought of that. Branding. Yeah. <laughs> Brand new. Brand new. <laughs> um, Matt, okay, I'm confused now. So you guys, I was at Pump last, okay, it was Pride weekend. And, you know, as we know, Max usually serves at Sir. He's a server. But then I was at Pump during Pride and I'm sitting at the bar with my friends and he walks by, he's like, hey, how are you doing? And I was like, what? I'm like, why is Max here? I'm like, well, it must just be filling in. Busy weekend. And now he's behind the bar, like, as the manager of TomTom? Looks like it. I mean, A, I'm super happy he's, like, finally pandoring it up and getting getting in there, um, getting these better opportunities than busboying or serving. But I, I was like, cool. He's like a, what do you call it when you're, like, cross-trained? Like, trifecta of all the restaurants. Yeah. So I'm happy to see that. He's looking fine. Yeah. So good for you, Max. Lisa's like, she's like, what about the staff? And she's like, you know, it's your job, Max. It's your decision. Yeah. He's like, we have five on the line. But um, and, and he's like, but um, wait, I wrote the guy's name because I thought it was kind of funny. It was like, Kiko will let him go. And she's like, that's your job, Max. It's like, Ki- OK, Kiko, that's a chef from below deck. <gasps> Maybe. I, I wonder if it's him. Oh, my God. How many Kiko chefs could there be? It was something like that. Yeah, and I, we just saw Natasha at um, Tosh at TomTom. Tom. Interesting. 
I'm going to, okay, note to self. Um, also in the part where Ariana said, you know, like she doesn't think the BFF thing is going to last long. Um, I don't know why I have this right in my notes and why I drew this little line, but I said, um, oh, there was like a little confessional of Ariana and she's like, if one of my exes tried to call me Bubba, <laughs> I would call the cops on them, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Totally. It's like, yeah. So Lisa asked the ladies, what have you been doing? You look fantastic. And Lala's like, just been getting a lot of cum on the face. Oh. <laughs> no. Not, not your me. not your skincare line? <laughs> not give them all a beauty? <laughs> not all the Dr. Diamond that you talk about on your podcast every week? Or um, Katie and... No, it's Eric. cum. Katie and Harry, yeah, right? It's cum. <laughs> well, I believe that it's... It's not the first thing we said because mm. <laughs> that's another podcast. That's a Patreon. Um, so anyways, she, uh, then she goes in. That's when she really brings up the article, right? Yeah. And then, sorry, back to just like when, when Lisa says hi to Jojo, he's, she's like, are you twerking or are you working? You know, like it's one of her famous little quip. Yeah. It's like, does producer Jerry say to her as she's, you know, they love doing the walk in. It's like their favorite shot. They walk in from the sidewalk and they come into the restaurant and he's like, okay, listen up. Here you go. Are you twerking or are you working? Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. Okay. okay, I got it. I got it. I mean, you guys just so you know, those walk-ins, they film those like eight times. Yes. It's like, why is that so important? That would make me so nervous because sometimes when someone tells me to walk, like suddenly I can't do it. Like my arms swing the wrong way. And if you watch them, sometimes it is a little awkward how they do it. Maybe that's what happened to Peter. (laughs) Maybe. Peter is definitely having a hard time with the walk up because it's because they're even shortening it. You could tell it's like it's like a half a step. But we still see the hallway. So they're like, let's just cut like the editors are like, cut that, cut it. Because I, I tried to video it because I'm like. I'm going to need this meme for the future. And it was too short for me to do it. They cut it because they're like, this looks weird. Cut it. I think the best walk out was the walk out with Kristen on her crutches. Oh, for sure. The back alley. Yes. Um, okay. So she's like, are you going to see James? And Lala's like, nope. I'm not putting myself in that position because Schwartz is going to be there. So then they kind of talk about, why Lala hates Schwartz and explain that because he's still friends with Randall and she made it very clear you're on her side or you're out. And he's just, he just wants to play pickleball. I loved um, Sheena's shade too. She's like, there's other pickleball courts. There's other pickleball people. Pretty sure Randall doesn't own pickleball, but even if he did, he'd probably be getting sued for it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, come in with a zinger. So that was good. And then Lala. And- I was I was triggered driving up here to your house when I saw a big old pickleball thing <laughs> on the way. Like there's like a giant like court and it's all pickleball. I'm like, <laughs> is this a sign about Randall? Like what's happening? Um, so then Lala, is that when she starts talking about that LA Times article and just lays out the greatest scene of all time that I literally think Randall's head is going to be spinning like a cartoon character with like smoke coming out of ears and nostrils and and like frantically speed dialing every lawyer he has in his phone i would i mean i would be upset and i mean props to lala 
and even Sheena for making that comment, but props to Lala. Yes. Having to go through custody and then having the balls to say that she didn't make anything up. She referenced I an feel, article. Yes. And I feel like this is a giant step for Vanderpump Rules because a lot of times something will be happening in the press like this and they Last don't year. address it many years. Yeah. And, but with him. Well, yeah. I, but I just mean like they've never like stuff will crazy stuff will happen. And they, it's like we have to act like it didn't happen. Yeah. So Faith. I was really happy. <laughs> yeah. I was really happy to see this addressed. And because last year, allegedly, you guys, you can Google it. There's articles. I'm not going to quote it. I'm not going to make the claim. I'm saying I read that this person wanted like all references of him or whatnot not in the show and in exchange, like there's little favors that, and, and, and we didn't see it. So whether or not that was true or not, it it's what we saw and didn't see on our TV. So I'm shocked that they put that, that this aired. I'm sure production had to go through their lawyers to clear that. Cause you know, he'll, he's going to sue the show, the network, everything. Not, and, and Lala. And I feel like they definitely must have worked on how to get around it because we also have read in articles that um, Randall does not want Ocean filmed. So that really limits kind of what Lala could do. And for her to bring this storyline onto episode one, coming out guns blazing, I'm I'm impressed. Yeah. Balls. I love when she references them too. She's like, no, because Schwartz wanted to go play pickleball with this thing. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. She's really got the platform. I, I envy her. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't we all love a platform? Well, I guess we have one. Yeah. So she's like, you're cut, dude. And then they go through the text of Randall and Schwartz. I mean, Lala and Schwartz. And she's like, you're cut, dude. Spent time with Rand. Very hurt and disappointed. And he's like, la, la, you know, it's nothing personal. And my first reaction was like, oh, this is a fucking extremely personal, Schwartz some pickleball and shooting shit what happened between you guys is you know between you and him i mean i'm actually a little surprised because schwartz is usually so passive and apologetic that he like really kept doubling down yeah this so, whole episode um so i watched the episode for, before sarah and i was like you're not gonna believe who like kind of was my favorite character of episode one it was schwartz like just because I felt like I'm seeing such a different side of him yeah, and became a man. And even though I don't know that I agree with what he's standing for here, this hill he's trying to die on, <laughs> I, st I still appreciate that he's going against Lala, which is not easy. Um, also, I want, I want to point out that she comes off as so tough. And even the way she speaks to him is like, you know, you're like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, like a little gangsta-ish. You're weak. I don't associate with the weakness. <laughs> but as, like, she had a very hard time, like, coming into his space. She couldn't come to Sir because she didn't want to see him. And then when they're at the hotel, she's like, sit here, don't move, don't move. Like, she wanted her friends to not move, so she didn't have to interact with him yet. Like, she has a very hard time stepping up to the fight. Then once she's there, yeah. she's okay. But she also likes to run away. Run away. Yeah, she's all barking. And she says that on her podcast, all bark and no bite. I mean, we saw her do that with Billy Lee. We saw her do it with Raquel in the past. You know, comes at you finger pointing and in your face. But then like as soon as the other person quips back, like she's gone. Yeah, yes. 
But, you know, it's it's better than getting physical, so. Physical. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, surprised on all of that, that she brought the stuff up. She even brought up 50 Cent's statement that Rand is a mini Harvey, and I was like, wow, she's and, not leaving anything. And that's wading into another area that, like, really has not been addressed and is straight up, like, accusations. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, really... Like, yeah. no one knows that, so... Yeah, and she said she's heard... That doesn't even touch the surface of the stuff she's been told, but that stuff she didn't share because that is going to be, like, hearsay yes. or... Yes, so yes, So she, she's smart about that. Yes. I mean, she's smart about all of it, but ballsy. Um, so James is spinning. Charlie and Raquel are at work trying to take shots. The crowd clearly had, like, the crowd pump her up or, like, okay, everyone... On three, scream as loud as you can. Oh, I wrote that too. I was like, this is so fake because... <laughs> Nobody's doing that, at, sir. Well, and it was so like up and down because... Maybe tonight they are, but... They would scream, then they'd be dancing, then Lisa would walk in and it would be silent, and then she'd be like, get the party started again. <laughs> and it's like, hmm. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the facial expressions on the people and just them screaming. I'm like, this is so like. And then they're act, they're warmer. acting like see you next Tuesday is in full force. Right. So it's like, whoa, the crowd's going. But yet Raquel and Charlie are over in the corner, like wiping wine glasses. <laughs> like they're not even like serving yet. Like, I remember that day, though. They filmed during the day that there was no see you next no, Tuesday. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was like, fully fake. I think we were going or something. And Charlie said, oh, well, we, we just are, finished. We just finished, and it was like four o'clock. Yes, and I'm like, what? The I, re- fuck? I remember that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah. So, so they take a taking the shot. I thought was a cute scene because it's a throwback to how it used to be. Yeah. So LVP asked James about his girlfriend. Oh God, this is so uncomfortable. And he's like, "Where is she?" And he's like, "She's working." And she's like, "Oh, what does she do?" He's like, "Uh." She's like, she's an assistant. Assistant to what? To do, you know. Um, she's like, you don't know. He's like, it, it's, she's just assisting. <laughs> she's like, do you know her last name? She's like, you haven't moved in with her, have you? And he's like, yes. I was shocked. I didn't realize that. Did you know that? No. Okay. So she works at Soho House as like maybe like an assistant hostess. Like what, what possibly could be her title? Right. She was like... <laughs> front desk person right yes the hostess okay and then i i wanted to ask and then so she goes do you know her second name have you ever been with anyone that you didn't know their second name obviously (laughs) (laughs) even first name come on (laughs) really of course (laughs) oh my god um (laughs) So a very sex positive Holly. Stop I, slut shading me. Stop shaming me. It's are you very, allowed? Am I allowed to say whore, or am I going to get canceled? <laughs> You're going to get canceled, like with Katie. Katie, you've literally said whore so many times on this show. Like <laughs> suddenly, you're worried about it. I call it like I see it. You're whore. <laughs> you're like really. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I I love how Lisa's like. Do you know her second name? And he's like, yeah, Alexander Luber. Are you living with her? Yes. And then he's like, what? what's the big deal? Pam Anderson got married in a day. And I'm like, have you looked at her track record of those marriages? Like, she's had several, first of all, and none of them last. 
So maybe choose another reference like, how about you use Lisa? Lisa, you met Ken and got married in six weeks. So I actually like circled that because I'm like, so there was like a lot of mumbling in this episode and I was watching on my phone. I didn't have my subtitles. So I was like, Pamela Anderson got married in a day. Like, because I too was like, why wouldn't you reference Lisa and throw it back in her face? Exactly. I would have been the perfect example. Totally. Because what is she going to say? Uh, you're right. <laughs> so then she's like, it's, I mean, he waited six months. She's like, it's almost like he can't be by himself. It's like, uh, no shit. <laughs> Well, remember, remember when he was by himself, like his wild lives he was doing. So like days after things got called off, the reunion filmed and wrapped and he like took off to like the island somewhere and was like, you know, like he was working out and like just kind of like wilding out on his lives. And then he met Ali like a week later. Yeah. Did Lisa get a nose job? Something was looking different about her. In that scene particularly, like, I don't know if it's just the ankle. She had like a little Barbie Benton nose, like, or remember Nicole from Orange County Housewives, the one that like stopped filming? Yes. Like the little, like a Pam Anderson, a little button mm-hmm. nose. I'm like holding my nose like you guys can see. Um, I'm like, this is not her original nose. If we go back to like, go to the first couple seasons of Housewives this is this is not contouring. Yeah, or maybe she did injection injections around it or something. Who knows? Yeah. Um. So I appreciated this part from Lisa, though. Like sometimes when when she does a scene, like it will annoy me when she's like either going after James or like trying to like mother someone. But I appreciated this because this whole like I felt like I was screaming at my phone, being like justice for Raquel. Like, literally, she just had her engagement called off. Like, she's going through a lot. Like, why are we not talking about that? Like, we're, we're at, we have to all act like she's, like, you know, trying to check in on James. Like, I, I don't know. That was, like, really bugging me. Yeah. So, she basically says, you know, after, you know, he just lost Raquel. He almost married her. She was the most beautiful girl on the planet. And it's basically the same as what he's saying with Allie. Yeah. So Ariana, Katie, Sheena, and the Toms roll up to Sir for this. Lisa asked James if he's drinking. Oh, okay, yeah. And that's when he delivered the whole, whole, uh, I'm fucking James Kennedy. Let me live. Let me be who I am. I can have a few drinks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, he loves saying, I'm fucking James Kennedy. JK. JK. Um, Okay. So, yep. Patio, Katie, Schwartz, Ariana, Sheena. And then Katie's like, mm, is there a server here? Or do we, what did she say? Do we need a walker to go to the bar for us? No, she's like, no, she's like, do we have to walk in ourselves? Like, she went, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, are you familiar with sir? Like, ha- that you were a server, Katie. <laughs> I was so offended with this entire scene because it's like, have you not worked in the service industry? Like Raquel's coming. Then they gave her a hundred different cards. Like that is so rude. Can you not like Venmo each other and use one Amex? Right. Like you each have to pay for your lemon drop on like a hundred cards. Right. Like here, Raquel, go deal with this. Like ever serve, like every server's nightmare. Nightmare. Or can one of you just get the round? Yeah. Is it it, like, (laughs) are the lemon drops like that's going to put you guys in the poor house? I mean, Katie, I realize you're still paying your mortgage and your rent and all that. So (laughs) maybe, but 
Come on. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Schwartz comes over. So Raquel's like, do y'all, you'll want some shots. I'll go get you some lemon drops or whatever. And he like turns and like, he's sitting down, looks back and looks up at her and he's all like giddy and like gazing at her. And he's like, what do you say? He's like, are you still on camera? And he's like, you stay here. Right. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay. This, so, you know what I see? Because he said, you know, they have no chemistry. Like, they tried, but it just, they're like, no, we don't have the chemistry. But I think they had this flirtation chemistry for a while. Yeah. And which, this is when we, where we see it. Which Swartz, it, which is like kind of his thing. Like he, it, it's like his charmingness. Yeah. Boyish of, charm. Yes. Yeah. And like, Raquel seems like she kind like she's one of those girls who like like she like sm- like she likes to smile like she likes giggle it giggle and then put her hand on his yes. forehead. I'm like oh you yeah and he's like you stay here yeah and I'm like okay now I'm seeing the flirt because when and, we found out yeah about their hookup Holly and I were calling bullshit not because it didn't happen but because we thought it just seemed like okay they're trying to create some storylines yes. just like her and well, peter and yeah we like the story started coming out like raquel's with peter raquel's with this person raquel it's like okay like it, this is going to this is raquel's storyline this is stupid right but now i can see the the flirting between them and then they show while that's happening they show james like spinning but he kind of gives like the side eye to schwartz and raquel talking so a little foreshadowing there. yes uh-huh he doesn't give the side eye to peter and raquel talking <laughs> or even making out apparently as they did that night that sir which we have no proof of by the way we have hearsay it's still like it's it's giving me the gig i i flex <laughs> i like i'm gonna say that raquel wouldn't do that but maybe she would i don't know um and then, like, also, like, the fact that they're all ordering, like, have you heard anyone order a lemon drop, like, recently? Isn't that, like, a little throwback? Yeah. Like, we will sometimes do that, but that's because, like, we're, we're cool like that. <laughs> but them, yeah. like, I was, like, kind of surprised to hear them order it's that. like, I'll have a Cosmopolitan. Yeah. Jax would have been pissed. He'd, been like, I'm, he'd been like, I'm not making that. There, no. You can have a vodka cranberry. You can have a shot of tequila. Yeah. <laughs> Katie, don't you like that? <laughs> So then we have Schwartz and Katie have this like weird little banter in front of everyone. Like we're supposed to believe, (coughs) excuse me, that Peter and Raquel had this moment, but we're literally witnessing Katie and Schwartz have this moment about him being like thinking about getting a tattoo on my ass again. And she's like, well, what about the the blah, blah? And he's like, it "It was the happiest time, a happy time in my life. And everyone's like, I mean, that's some satisfaction, though, for the ex-wife being. Like, did you see her? Uh-huh. Did you see her face? <laughs> like she was very pleased with herself. Yeah. Like I, and like I, it's like kind of relatable. It's like when I don't know, I could like who see, wouldn't want that? Yeah, like you can see like that she has pride sitting there with her friends that they're still able to talk that he's still being complimentary. It was like it truly was like a satisfaction look on her face. Yeah, I get it. So, so Schwartz is like, "How is Tom? Tom?" And Ariane is like, "Well, like it was early. It's like, thank you for being honest. <laughs> it was empty. Yeah, she's like, it wasn't open yet, so we don't really know. Right? We were just filming early. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and they're like, Lala was there. And um, and Tom's like, don't tell me she didn't want to come because of me. And everyone's like, um, yeah, she didn't want to see you. Yeah, I don't owe her any apology. So he's again he double down. doubles down he's right away. Up. Our little Tom's growing up. Okay, before we get into one of the best moments of my life, should we talk about our new sponsor? Yes. Okay. You guys, we are proud to talk about our new sponsor, Lomi. Um, I'm just going to give you a little example. A couple weekends ago, I had visitors in town. And I was cleaning and taking out the trash to get ready. I had already washed the floor, but I had stuffed my trash so full. I had like stuff pushing out through the top of it. It like, when I cinched the, the bag to like pull it out of the thing, it like pushed it all up and like overflowed and went on my floor. So it was like all slimy and gross. So I had to wash my floor again um, because I had all these like, you know, like how quickly berries get like moldy. So I had that. I had some like leftover stuff and I was just trying to get everything out. And you never want that in your fridge when someone's coming over yes. and like they see like your rotting veggies. Yeah, like what smells in here? Uh, <laughs> or yeah. just that you didn't eat it. You know, it's like it just looks wasteful. Exactly. So I could have saved myself that gross factor and the second wash of the floor that day and the time I was trying to use to get my snacks ready for them. Um, if I had been composting my leftover food and scraps like I am now with my new Lomi, it's been so fun. Yes, I, I am so excited about this product to share with you guys. So I, you guys all heard on the last podcast that my grandpa passed away and I was hosting his giant like celebration of life at my house. I stress out when I'm hosting because I have to, I had a mother who was perfect. You know, my mom is like miss hostess. So I was like trying to get everything done. But anyways, after this party, I had like a ton of leftover salad, pasta, like just like all this random stuff. Probably and they've been sitting out for. Yeah. So yeah. You can't. And yeah. And we just got this notice saying that all of our food waste is supposed to go into like this certain trash can. So you're supposed to hold it in like another container until it's trash day and then dump that in. And I just learned about like the carbon footprint that food waste uses like I had no idea so I am feeling like super like I I don't even know like like am I a hippie now I don't know (laughs) I'm like I'm like let me I'm going to Whole Foods now so in Venice yeah I I, like I'm using like my canvas bags now make tinctures and sell them yeah but you guys this thing is so awesome it literally turned my waste into dirt that like I'm now gonna do a garden with Ronnie and Daisy like we're literally like anyone who like truly knows me, this is not me. And I'm like, so proud of the person that I am right now. Like I'm feeling very well, vibey. I was thinking about you because like, I have the kids over a lot. And like, they never finish their food. But it's like, half the time it's not enough to save. But I'm like, I'm not gonna like get get in there when they have their fingers all through the food. The and you want to and you want to clean it up. And then yeah. it, you, but you don't have anywhere to put it. So yes, it's awesome. So yeah, it's perfect. And then I got excited about that because I'm like, Oh, my God, I like I want to garden more. I dream of it. I've, I'm like, I want my plants to eat the food I was eating. Like, it just feels so like useful. And, well, and I've seen other people compost before. And I thought like, there's no way I'm not that person. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna have like a 
like something going on outside where like rats are rats are my biggest fear. I'm not doing it. And this I love. It sits in my kitchen. It's clean. It's contained. I don't have to smell it. Like it's everything. It's like yeah, there's perfect no smell for me and contained. So like even if you put it in your garage or something like that, critters can't get into it. So it's like you don't have to worry about yes. that. But you are right in California. Where it's the new law passed, mm-hmm. and so they're going to start issuing fines in 2024 um, that we all have to compost and use the the green bins for all of our leftover food scraps and things like that. And the reason is uh, behind this law is to keep millions of tons of materials out of landfills, um, fills, <laughs> reduce methane emissions. Um, you guys think like methane gas? Like you always think it's like the big cow ranches it's not it's our food it's our I, I had no idea about that so i'm so glad that <clears throat> that someone invented something like this because it makes it easy for someone like me yeah to turn your food scraps into dirt with the push of a button mm-hmm. and you can put it on your countertop it's very quiet it runs in under four hours there's no smell when it runs or you can put it in your garage wherever you want to um it's just quiet and that way you don't have to, you know, put all your scraps in a bag until, you know, composting day or whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I just shocked at how easy it was to start. Like there's a great manual, but uh, the YouTube video, I was like ready to go. Like there was a, a nice informative YouTube video that's not too long. Um, tells you everything you need to do, do. It's so easy to use. It's quiet. So um Try it out. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleaning up after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. You guys can head to Lomi.com slash pumpers and use the promo code pumpers to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to Lomi.com. That's L-O-M-I.com slash pumpers. Use promo code pumpers at checkout. Food waste is gross, so let Lomi save you a cold trip out to the garbage can. Yes. It's been so fun using it. I know. So, okay. my Back into it. My favorite scene. Dun, dun, dun. James is spinning, and up comes our king. Ah, uh, James, uh, can, I, can I talk to you for a minute there? Uh, I just want to be real transparent with you. Yeah, yeah, sure. Go ahead, Peter. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take Raquel out, and it's happening now. It's like it's going to be happening in a couple days. Oh, okay, Peter. <laughs> you always been straight up. And, you know, he's like dying inside, like not of sadness, but of laughter. Yes. <laughs> and then Peter's like, oh, uh, keep up the good work on the DJing. And he's like, uh, thanks, man. I will. I shall. I'm like, James is like selling out like massive clubs around the country, actually around the world, like thousands of people. And and Peter's giving him the thumbs up. Good work. Good work. Yeah. James really throws them a bone when he comes in to do see you next Tuesday because Sarah and I have witnessed multiple times that place, like literally the tumbleweeds are rolling through. No one is there. And he shows up and at least draws a little crowd. So yeah, they love him. Um, This was like, extremely hard to watch it was so cringy um and i it also like broke my heart for raquel it's like this isn't what you want your ex to to be like okay yeah go ahead yeah take her out on a date like yeah fun fun have a great time you two 
And, you know, like it, it was That's not the revenge you're looking no, for. No. And, and I felt like I was like, oh, darn it. Like that was a miss. And then, I mean, as if it wasn't enough just by James's reaction of him like smirking almost. He actually just doubles down and says it. He's like, you go from this to Peter. He's like, oh, I'm Peter. I'm grinding on my big belly tonight. He's <laughs> just. That was so, like the uh, visual that that gave me yeah. wasn't good. Like I, I like I pictured like Raquel on top of him and then his like tummy out. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be very happy to hear that considering he loved to tell us about his two to three time a day workouts during his 36 hour day every day. I don't think that's happening anymore. I think that Peter's going through some things. I really do. I think that his schedule has been thrown off. <laughs> and maybe after this he will. Well, no, you're wrong because I heard him on a podcast and someone had sent this to me and I thought it was funny. The guy was like, you know, how's, how's your year going? He's like, oh, it's going great. Every, everything, I got everything lined up for this year. He's got, I've got my resolutions. Well, you know, I had my resolutions for last year. Of course I met all of them. Of course he did. He did not. I'm going to, I'm going to hit more this year is what I'm saying. And I'm like, just stop. Stop, Peter. You're fine. You're very success- successful in whatever it is you're doing. You but don't like, have to like convince us all that as, you're amazing. As I was like, this scene was horrifying and like it gets worse at the DJ event. But what I was thinking is it's like with Peter's personality, the interactions that we have had personally, the way he handles things is just like, it, it just makes me cringe, first of all. But it's like, what can Peter possibly offer Raquel honestly like he's even even, like I'm gonna jump ahead even when he's there and like they're trying to get like a drink together he's like I'm gonna have a tequila because I have nothing to do tomorrow I I, I, I'm I'm actually off tomorrow and it's like no one cares Peter like why does Raquel care that you can have a tequila tonight yeah (laughs) like that's not sexy to be like hey I'm usually really busy but tomorrow I'm off like yeah. Tomorrow I sleep for more than three hours. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to come and crash on the couch, feel oh free. God. So you guys, we covered this in our seven minute trailer um, podcast a couple days ago. But this is where we call it bullshit, too, because not only I mean, obviously, you know, is she dating Peter to make James jealous for a storyline or is she just trying to like get her feet wet? Any of the above, whatever. But Peter has told us, he's told us on our own podcast, he's recently been on Jamie Allover's podcast saying since he, the day he became manager, way back in like 2013, he's had a strict rule. Strict rule. I do not date staff. I, it's a very, I do not do it. And because we had asked him about Kitty O'Malley because they were always together. So, nope, nope, we're just good friends. And I don't cross that line. I'm the manager. Right. And Jamie literally like two months ago asked him about Rick, but you went out with Raquel. Aha. (laughs) But she was not working there then because you guys, this date did not happen in June. Peter and Raquel went out in March and Raquel doesn't work at Sir when they're not filming. They weren't filming in March. They started filming in June or July. So this whole, uh, we went out the other night for nachos. That was three months earlier. So we covered this on the last podcast. But Peter caught himself in his own lie because he said for years how he doesn't date, you know, anyone 
working at SIRS under him, as she is. And yet she shows up in her SIRS shirt and she's working that night. And he's like, uh. And he literally asks her out while again. she's clocking in. Yes. So which is it, Peter? Just be consistent. You can do whatever you want to do. And, you know, you know, if Raquel sues you for sexual harassment, I don't think she's going to. But, um, you know, that's on your, just don't say that you don't do something that you are doing or just say it's a fake storyline. That's okay. Maybe, maybe nothing's happening and we needed to fill in a little plot lines for this season. I don't know. But, you know, busted. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> and sorry, like, I'm just going to jump ahead again because I like, I want to ask you about this. Do you think we're still going to see a date, like a, a one-on-one date with them? Oh, because he said, I'm going to I'm going to take her out in a couple days and like they still haven't got the nachos. Like, do you think we're going to be tortured with that? Yes. Oh, OK. I think it's probably next week. Well, they didn't show it in the previews. Maybe uh, she'll just be like, you know what? Uh, let's just consider our date at Hotel Ziggy. Yeah. OK, well, I mean, when we had the bathroom scene with James and Raquel, which I, I feel mean, like it's a little let's let's jump into the extended part because. Yeah. So they run into each other. It's super awkward. She's like, um, you know, are you still I know you're still drinking. And he's like, yeah, Raquel, I, like, I'm not going to like, I'm fine. Like, I don't need an ultimatum. Like, I'm going to if I stop, it's going to be because I want to. And he's like, and I, I'd really like to, you know, drink some wine in France, have some cheese. With the love of my life. And, and she's like, with the love of your life. And he's like, yeah, like, we're so connected. And she's like, you're so connected. Like, she literally kind of went into that, like, bridesmaid's voice where she's like, oh, like, you're connected. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, Raquel. I, I mean, you do, even though she was the one that broke it off, it's like, he's now set. He moved on within a month. He said... I've never been so connected. She's the love of my life. And she's moved in. And I'll, she's like, you said all those things to me. Like, I did. My heart sank. For, and she's buzzed or drunk. Yeah. I, my heart sank for her a little bit. And and that she, I just want to check up on you. He's like, why? There's no need. You don't have to. Like, I was like, and for him, I think that's smart, actually. He should cut ties because yes, he I, can't do it. Both. She shouldn't check in on him. But like, I also like in my notes, I was like, why the fuck couldn't he say, how are you doing? Like, are you okay? Like, I just want to check in on you, too. How's fucking Graham? Because now yeah. she's, he's, like, playing with these fucking cats. Right. And so Graham is just chopped liver now? No, it's the they're cats. Not, they're not doing, they're not like Katie and Tom doing seven days on, seven days off. It's cats now he for James. Graham since the day she got him. Yeah. He, he can just cut off very easily from dogs and people. True. So... Um, yeah, I, I just, you could see in her eyes, like the hurt and I, I just wish that like, I don't, I actually don't think James is capable of like being what she needs to be in general. So to think that he would be able to like check in with her and go like, are you doing okay? Like I do, you know, I like appreciated the time we had together. Like I'm happy with Ali. I hope that doesn't hurt you i know what we have to be around each other like he he didn't say anything like that and it was just like it was hard to watch like thank you for being nice to ali like yeah yeah and and i feel like even though raquel like maybe to viewers it's looking like she's kind of like you know like i'm checking it like she keeps she checks in with james she checks in with ali it's like dude just back off like it's over 
but I feel like it's kind of like it's nice that she's doing it. I definitely couldn't. Like I'm way too I'm more like Lala in that way where I'm like F you a little more gangster with it. Like I would try to do things to like sabotage the scenes and stuff with Allie. <laughs> Which That's funny. Which we're we're coming up on that and like the award for that it goes to Lala because I almost died. Um yeah, so okay, so then we had to shape house so that Cal and Sheena can get their cardio out by doing Brittany Cartwright's favorite cardio, laying on a bed with a heavy sauna blanket on them. She, yes. She was always posting those. I've done those. I, I don't like them. I get super like claustrophobic and like I need to get out. So I, I wrote down in my notes that when I was like crazy working out like with a trainer, I was like trying to get in shape for Ronnie's first birthday. This is like way back in effing 2015. I like was finally like starting to see results. You know how good that feels. And I was tanning. And then on top of that, I, yeah, you brought me. That's I did. did I did like a couple sessions and I do feel like, like you can't just do that, but if you're working out and, Mm. And that, like, I feel like I did see some results, but not enough to... I just like the infrared sauna because you can, like, it's a, like your own little house. But maybe this one's I don't more think effective. I've, yeah, I don't think I've ever done that. Oh, well, we did it the one time in Newport. Oh, that... yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I I like that, yeah. too. Yes. And, and the one that I go to when I always watch VPR for the early feed. Yes. Um, I was thinking of you for that, TV too. in the unit. So you just sit there and watch uh, Vanderpump or whatever show while you're in your sauna. So anyways, yeah. Cause, and then you're not, you're free. You're not trapped under this heavy yes. hot blanket. And I loved how Raquel was like, literally like she was like trying to take her arms out. She's all sweaty. And then you pan over to Sheena and it's like nothing. And that is me also. Like I do not sweat, but my face will get beat red, but her face wasn't even red. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dang, I just learned. I can't do Remember, I would do those, raps at Burke Williams and I'd like start to freak out and I'm like okay just pretend you're in a Navy SEAL and you're getting through like if they can get through what they get through you can get through do you know this how, spa treatment do you know how often I use Navy SEAL mode you taught me that and <laughs> and it is several people using that now mentality <laughs> like there's so many times where I'm like Holly like people do way harder you're not shit. gonna die like you're, you're not you're, gonna die like just get through it like get like we can get through it like i i even say it to ronnie sometimes i'm like navy seal mode come on <laughs> she has no idea what that means but i always said they always weird out too because then they try to do like the face masks um and they'll put the they're like is it okay if we put this mesh all over your face i'm like no it's not you have to cut it and put separate pieces around my mouth and under my nose because i need to be free and they're like okay, well, it's mesh, you know, you can breathe through it. I'm like, no, I know. I've been down this road. I know what I need. Yeah. Cut it. <laughs> yes. They're like, okay. <laughs> so it's kind of nice when you realize what you can and can't do. Like, I've tried it all. And I'm like, you know what? I've noticed that I freak out every time I do it this way. So you know well, what? let's do that, it this way. That is a nice thing to learn. When you figure it out. Yeah. yeah. And when you can, like, learn how to stand up for yourself. Because, like, many times... Yes. I'm, like... I'm getting so much better at standing up for myself. Like if like, or like I'll make a return, like so many things like that, that I was like literally crippled by. I couldn't do it. I can do now. Yeah. I learned that so with I'm, like I'm growing caves and things like that. And castle, like 
I learned it at the castle in Ireland and then like oh. the caves in New Zealand. I realized there's a common theme here. I don't like being stuck and where I there's one way out, one way I, in. I don't like that. I can't do it. I don't like that. So, and now, and it's so, it's so much more of a relief when you just come to terms with it and you just be like, no. It's just not, not your thing. Like, yeah, it's fine. Not my thing. I've tried it. And I'm also grateful when I go somewhere like that, like Sarah will warn me, like, I don't know if you're going to like this because like we kind of like the same things. And it's nice to be like, okay, cool. I don't think I will like that. Yeah, my mom was going to zip line and (laughs) and that's awesome. And what do you call it? Inner tube in these black water uh, caves. And I go, have you thought about how you're going to get in and out of the inner tube in the water with your knee problem? Oh, no, I hadn't thought about that. I go, have you seen what you do two zip line you climb up this 100 percent steep vertical ladder that you climb it's not steps she says will there be a handrail i go they're, they're not stairs it's a ladder you oh climb my god i'm like i think we could go to a hotel where they, like downtown las vegas where, where they like drive you everywhere or, to do it yeah yeah or we can walk up some steps not a ladder. <laughs> I saw the most horrifying TikTok today. It was like of this, like this lady was like a kindergarten teacher and they were on a field trip at like one of those effing bounce places. And all of the kids were like, Miss, da, da, da. like they wanted her to jump into the foam pit. And she was oh. like a larger woman. Uh-huh. And so she's like, you could tell she didn't want to do it. She knew her limitations, but right. she was peer pressured by someone Ooh. filming in her class. So she runs, you know, like her boobs are going and everything. Like how, like I would have probably had to like hold mine down as well. So like so relatable. She runs in, she like disappears into the foam. Okay. So it's like, I panic. She couldn't get out. So all oh. of the workers had to go in behind, like under her and like they were Scoop filming her, her. She couldn't get out. Like, like it took like five people to get, I, this, um, Thank I, you for I, telling me that because I'm never going to do that. I would absolutely. So I think I've told this story before, but like I one time panic. Chad and I went hiking at the yeah. Pacific Palisades <laughs> the helicopter, and like, I, I thought I, I like I had to make it up the hill. I didn't, again, like your mom, I didn't think about like getting down is fine, but getting up, I could not pull my weight up the hill. And Chad was like trying to help. He was being supportive, but I could not get up. And I'm like, it's it's happening. They're going to have to helicopter me out. <laughs> and so, yeah, things like that. I'm just like, oh, well, if it makes you feel better, there's a helicopter rescue at that mountain across the street every day. <laughs> so and with hot firefighters. So there's a there's a bonus. I, no. Too. Oh, my God. No, I but it's that panic mode. I would I've thought about that in those giant trampoline things. I'm like, oh, how fun, like the ball pits. And I thought, huh. And like, and, and I sink to the bottom. And honestly, like, it's not even about like weight or like whatever. Like, it's, no, it's, it's just, literally about like, I don't have upper body strength. Like, there's no way I could hoist myself up to like, it, it, it's just like, yeah, it, it's bad. And you think oh, like you can, lady. you can still do things, you know, like you start losing your ability to like jump fences and stuff. Trust me. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd always, I'd be like, I don't know why you, like, with my mom, she's like, you're so flexible. I'm like, it's not hard. Just do this. Just do that. And she's like, I I can't do that anymore. I'm like, well, you should have, you know, been more whatever. It's like, no, she's very active. It's just like, shit changes as you get older. Yeah. And I'm recognizing that. <laughs> okay. So they're, they're talking anyways, as they're sweating and not sweating and Sheena's like, so did Peter take you home? And she's like, yeah. Uh, he slept on the couch, though. 
She's like, did you make out again? And she's like, what do you mean? She's like, well, you made out in, in, with Peter at Sir in front of everyone. And then I was like, <laughs> I almost lost it. I did too. And I also like, I don't know. Has this ever happened to you where like your friend says something like that and you're like literally mortified because you don't remember or like just like the way they're like, well, you did it at the table in front of everyone. And you're like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. did I? And like now everyone knows like there's like that instant like, oh, my God. Like or even if like you did it and you know, but you think maybe like no one saw, you know, it's like, no, everyone saw. Oh, <laughs> poor Raquel. So there's that. And then we go over to Lala's office and Lala kind of takes on Stassi's role as she oh. asks Katie the builder to build her furniture because Katie used to build Stassi's furniture. I literally wrote that. Oh, really? Katie's good at building like Stassi. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then can we talk about this, this bubula that she like, yeah. at first I thought she was saying like butler, like I've never bu- heard of that. Butler. And then I'm like, she said Bubula. Yeah. I don't know. Can what that someone means. explain that to us? Like, we don't get it. I didn't get it either. And then I love that Lala was like, is he on Bob the Builder? <laughs> um. So then James comes and Lala said, oh, you look good now. She's like, Ellie, better watch out. I'm single. And like James like fully blushes. I might need to break you and your girlfriend up. <laughs> and he's like loving it. He's like, stop it, Lala, you naughty girl. You, know, you naughty minx. And then she's like, do you like my new tits and ears? Ear? Yeah. <laughs> and right? Katie's like, ears? She just, yeah, just did the one. So then James touches his ears and he's like, did it hurt? And she's like, <laughs> not at all. Not even a little bit. So good to know. So then. Okay. We broke it. Oh, they're just talking about making Raquel making, trying to make James jealous with Peter. And I'm like, no, Raquel, go date Tiesto. Go date a Laker. That's going to make James jealous. Not Peter. No. Aim higher. I mean, I feel like it was a bad first like intro to making him jealous. Like I'm disappointed. But then James is like, no, I'm not mad. I think it's hilarious. You know, it's like they're making fun of her. I know. It's like, yeah, and it is funny. But I also feel like she. She did a good job of putting up her boundary with him. She said, like, this is like, I want this to stay casual. Like he's not really my type. Like. Her body language could not be any more of like a giant X to him. Like, no. Yeah, for sure. So I feel like if Jerry put her up to, you know, this storyline, she did a good job of like winking to us through the screen. Like, you guys, I'm doing this. But like, this is this isn't it. Oh, yeah. In the the sir hallway when he's like, "Uh, we had fun the other night. And she's like, yeah, like. She could not fake act. No, no. <laughs> and and it, it was awesome because his he like he literally thinks it like he's great still. It's like yeah. very entertaining. He's like he's like, let's do it again. She's like, well, I, th- I just I really just want to keep it a casual hangout. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna be wearing a suit. <laughs> oh, poor Ugh. poor girl. So then this is a little interesting bit. James alludes that he did cheat on Raquel with Gigi, Ellie, and Hope. I mean, we all knew they all weren't making that shit up, right? There was probably some exaggerations here and there, but 
And then Lala says, well, and James and I hooked up at a gig in Chicago when we were both early on in our relationships, which I love that she gets to throw that dig out to Randall. Um, unfortunately, you know, Raquel gets hurt in the meantime, but Lala doesn't really care. She's like, that's why he said I do handstands because I definitely do. And then they both like giggle and he's like, she does. I mean, I love that they both came clean for this season because they have like nothing to lose. But Okay. I have like, like, how does she do a handstand? Well, I know I was trying to like, like, does she like handstand and like suck a dick or does she handstand and like they like, like, like what is she going into like frog mode? <laughs> like, uh, not, like, I'm is just, he on a ladder and he's standing <laughs> like they're scissoring? I like I, I was like, I was like, oh, that's cool. And like, wow, she must have like a very good core. And then I was like, hold on. How's this work? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, is he suspended from the ceiling on a cable? <laughs> like, I feel like Jerry could have like, you know, like sometimes they do like a little comic drawing or something. Yeah. It's like, can we like, it's like the same thing of when she was like, I use a water bottle. Right. It's like, can we get it? How? How, how are you doing this? And everyone's like, what? Yeah. Uh, for what? Why would you use a water bottle? <laughs> and like, it doesn't even, everyone is so confused. Um, yeah, so I, I've out, she said that handstand thing before and I've visually struggled trying to figure that out. Yeah. Is it like, uh, like I should Google handstand like porn. part of like a walkover. So they're like the opening is there with the leg <laughs> spread. Like, and then does she, how long does she hold it? <laughs> <laughs> we need to Google handstand porn. I need to figure out how this works. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So then we go over to the Belmont, oh, the Toms. Well, did you love this scene like i was like we're going to the belmont again (laughs) well you know this is how we did it before and the show is a success so we're just gonna do everything the same we we filmed there before so it should be good yep (laughs) um i mean for sarah and i we have also had iconic moments at the belmont so i was like happy for like a little throwback yes paul paul i will remember you you um max paul little bit of faith yeah thrown in there um okay so schwartz wants cobalt glassware i'm still not recovered from the 90s from the cobalt thing but you do you boo i I feel like they did have that too i'm pretty sure that that they 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 did did choose that i and i'm pretty sure i felt how i think i would feel i like to see my water i can't if i can't see yeah those those little crafts worry me like especially yeah. like like i like cold like ice cold water so it's already like i have to like get over that so like you can't see how clean it is or how clean the water yeah, are there is. floaties like floaties, what's, what's yes. happening yeah so i'm not a fan of that um sandy said he, hey like this this is a write-off right <laughs> oh god yeah, let's get the miller light should we miller light so sandoval's like so you and Katie still like bicker like a couple, dude. He's like, uh, well, so did you and Kristen while you were with Ariana. <laughs> Remember that? I just want you to be happy. Yes. <laughs> the sobbing. He's like, he's like, I just wanted to play pickleball, man. It's been seven months, seven months. <laughs> right. His life was crumbling. Santa was like, you owe Lala nothing. You know, she just sucked a dick for a Range Rover and, you know, 
I'm sure she was was fully aware of his casting couch ways. And uh, I was and, like, Ooh. and then they do a flashback of her talking about I role mean, playing the casting couch. I mean, I don't think it's fair to say that she sucks dicks for Range Rovers because she sucked a stick and then he gave her one. Right. I don't think it was clear. Like if you suck my dick, I will give you a Range Rover. I think he just did it. Yeah. So she just, she gambled like maybe I'll get some, you know? Yeah. <laughs> she just did she it. She put on such a good performance that she received something. Uh, a re-gift. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. And from a girl named Angie. She did. He- she did a handstand <laughs> and got a Range Rover. <laughs> That he took away from, and then I th- I thought this was like, did you know, very um, cheeky too. Lala did a modeling shoot with the girl who had the Range Rover before her. Oh geez, but she didn't. This was obviously years before because yeah, yeah. they're both from Utah. It's like small world. Yeah. Um, and you guys don't know what we're talking about. Hit us up. We have done many deep dives on, and and there's other podcasts about this. Lala's even had it on her own about the whole. Ranger of her story and the girls that have come before Lala. Yes. Um, I thought it was very effing cheeky that Sandoval said, maybe don't get knocked up by a dude like that. Yeah. Like that's, that's a little messed up. Like when you're bringing the kid into it. Yeah. I don't know. Shocked that James moved to Valley village. Yes. He doesn't seem like a suburb kind of guy like and it also led me to like did he move in with her because i feel like he said she moved in with him she did but it very much did not look like his stuff like it looked like her stuff yeah and the cats and stuff yeah so i was looking at her she was talking because she she talks softly like when laura lee is like normal and not going cuckoo she has that kind of soft voice. It's kind of a little soothing. But then she was also giving me like, isn't her name Joey on Dawson's Creek? Yes. Katie Holmes character. She kind of looked like her. Yeah. Like when she was super young. I don't know. Just that, that vibe. Um, what is that? Oh. Oh, and then what, well, what did you think about Schwartz saying that the only reason he'll sit down with Lala is for Katie because Katie is such good friends with Lala and he wants to do that for her. I was like, wh- since when has he ever done anything for Katie? Like yeah, now, now suddenly he's <laughs> like literally season one through nine, he's done nothing. Yeah. And now he's like, no, I'll, he's- I'll have a conversation with her <laughs> for Katie. No. For Bubba. So they're getting ready to go to Hotel Ziggy, formerly known as the Grafton where I used to stay a lot. Yes. I got my first can of oxygen there. I let's see. I don't know. It's, it's a very small boutique hotel. So that pool, that is very small. It's very intimate. Yes. I'd be annoyed if I was one of those guests in the, with the courtyard pool, because if you got a DJ, it's like, yeah, in fact, it it was like that. Um, But (laughs) that guy, can I give you a shot? And Raquel, like, good for Raquel. She was like, no, we're talking. He's like, well, you're on my fucking couch. <laughs> that is like, how it is. Yeah, she, and she's like, I'm too tall for you also. <laughs> she handled that shit. I was so, she, like, Raquel has stepped it up. She has. Come into her own. So, okay, Katie 
And Lala look amazing, but I'm totally confused about their outfits. Yeah. Um, both were choices. I mean... Katie in a slip dress with like a... Like a 2005 flea market vibe, like Courtney Love vibe. Like a bowling floral shirt over it. Well, because... <laughs> bowling. <laughs> Or like a robe, like it's, yeah. Well, you know, she, I was confused. Like I was like, "What is that? Well, you like, know, how would you describe it?" She likes to mix like gothic with Laura Ashley. Yeah, that's Katie's vibe. Yeah, and then Lala's like <laughs> pantsuit is like fun. Like you know, there's some things that she kind of looked like Peter's walk though a little bit too. Like it was like very, very yeah. much like do 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 do. I, I don't know. <laughs> There's some things that are conflicting that go together, you know, like leather and lace and yes. like chains and tool yes. or, you know, stuff like that. Zippers and tool or whatever. But like the sh- she just she's going for that, like opposites the trap, but she just misses the mark. Like it's like Old Navy's color palette just misses the fucking mark. It's always off. It's always off. Or like Target's current clothing line. And like it's it seems like so much freaking effort yeah like to like it's like a lot of effort to miss yes constantly yes and now it's like it's a thing and then lala's the bodysuit would have been fine but what was that bib thing on the front <laughs> i was like is that oceans did you forget to take that off i didn't even know i, I just thought it looked weird <laughs> it was a, like a bib i don't know it was weird <laughs> just if it had a purpose and it's weird or if it like is interesting and pretty and weird that's fine but it's like it looked weird and it's like stupid (laughs) now i want to see it again a bib i mean kind (laughs) of episode up that's funny (laughs) all right so oh my god so then this scene absolutely killed me so they they walk in and they sit down like pretty much right away at like a little four top by the pool there's like two tables out there. Yeah. And they, <laughs> they sit down. Like in real life. Yeah. So they get the one of the tables. And so they're like, okay, I'm going to get a drink. Anyone want anything? Lala goes for a Diet Coke to show us that she's still sober. And um, and so they're like, Ali, like, do you, do you drink? And she's like, I mean, sometimes. And, um... And she's like, oh, and Lala's like, oh, like, do you really turn up when you drink? And she's like, I've been behaved lately. (laughs) Behaved. It's like, like, oh, cute. And then she goes, have you had any injections? (laughs) What the fuck's that? And and she's like, it's like, obviously she hasn't. And then it's like, no. That's so rude. (laughs) It was, oh my, like I, it's so rude. And then she's rude because she's like, wow, because, you know, you have such like full lips. And then in her confessional, she's like, James loves a thin lipped bitch. I, I was one of those. died. Like, she's not, though. Like, <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, in her photo, like, like, she didn't look like it in person. So I was like, oh, like, she's not being rude. But then, yeah, it cuts and she's rude. And so, but yeah, she's like, James loves a thin lipped bitch. And then it like flashes to everyone with their thin lips. <laughs> um yeah and so i forgot when lala told katie the last time she'd been to this hotel she fucked a dude oh, oh yeah in the in his car and made faith wait for her in the parking lot with her dude yes just a little interesting so um i don't know i don't know how they actually like bring this up but basically 
you know, she's like, yeah, it just, you know, James and I, like, it just happened so fast. And she's like, you know, it just was, and she's like searching for the word. She's like, it's just been like organic. And Lala, like, this is where I was just like, oh my God. She's like, do you not get nervous? And Allie's like, nervous? Like, why, why would I be nervous? And she's like, well, he was just engaged a month ago. And she's like, yeah. She's like, I was hesitant. Um, and then they're like, speaking of, and Raquel comes in like, do, 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 do. With Peter. With Peter, unfortunately. It's like, do, 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 do. And, and <laughs> Lala's like, have you met her? And she's like, yeah, like a, a little. Yeah, that would be hard to hang out with your boyfriend's fiance that was just so recent. Who's also like stunning. Yeah. And like, and um, like kind of like a seasoned pro in front of the cameras. She knows how to like, she's friends with the crew already. She's right. friends with the cast. Like she clearly has an advantage. Um, And she, she looked adorable. So then the Tom's kind oh, of speaking of, I was wondering who's heck Kate, uh, <laughs> Katie hanging out with tonight at the cast party. I don't know. Like she's in a, she's fighting with everyone, and I don't think you can just bring maybe maybe Christina. Oh yeah, yeah. But I saw her kind of in the corner. I didn't see Katie with her. Hmm. Interesting. Hopefully, Anyways. she's just mingling around. Anyway, so then Sheena. They keep having Sheena show up alone, so it's like they're really screwing Brock here. It's like they hung him out to dry. Fine. They're letting us know they're not he's he's, he's punished right now. He doesn't get a redemption arc. He doesn't get a paycheck. But they like used every ounce of his life for the entire season. That's, so that sucks. But maybe he'll get some wedding play. He will, I'm sure. But the, it's it's clear they're making it a point of yes. making Sheena come alone. Yes, and it's just awkward looking. <clears throat> yeah. So. Yeah, and I I, I just noted. Peter, how he clamored, like, all the fans clamored justice for Peter, uh, and it finally worked. And it's like, no, because Charlie was really not jumping on board with filming, and they needed her. So I, my personal opinion, this is not from her. I think she did what she did to help Raquel out, because she's a friend of hers. And then was just like, yeah, no go. And they really needed this Peter... Raquel thing because she needed someone at Sir with her. Yeah. You know? And, you know, Peter will do anything production asks, so. Totally. Anyways, okay, Peter tells the Toms, oh yeah, the chemistry's a flowing. <laughs> He's like, so I'll keep pursuing. It's like, ew, please don't, dude. <laughs> just cringy, cringy, cringy. Schwartz said he's, I'm just numb. Numb being single. I have no desire to date. It's like, meanwhile, Katie's like, well, I've made out with like three people. I'm like, only fuck like two. It's like, it's been like five months. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, damn. And, you, and you're still living with Tom like a month ago. Yeah. And she pretty much says that. She's like, I did it like right under his nose. He didn't even know. <laughs> like weird. Wow. So then, like, Lala is also, we're trying to see single Lala, and she's saying, like, she's never done this sober. She talks about this a lot on her podcast, too. So it's kind of redundant hearing it on the 
episode because I feel like I've heard it so much before. But so she's like, yeah, I've never done this before sober. Like I I need to get everything like lubed up. Like, I mean, I know I can use lube, but like everything else. It's like grab your water bottle, girl. (laughs) So they Logan tries to hook her up. He's like, what about that guy over there? And uh, she's like, oh, he's hot. So she goes over. He's got like these dangly earrings with a chain. But then like she kind of flirts with them. And he's like, mask how old you are, like right off the bat. And then she's like 31. He's like, oh, that's within my age bracket. I'd be like, fuck off, you douche. Like, Liz, oh, oh, thank God. I, I made the cutoff. Oh, I know. I, that w- she, she got no taste. That would have turned me off big time. So gross. Um, yeah. He doesn't deserve your cookie, Lala. And then it was like, that was like already awkward. And then she's like, well, I have my kid tonight. So, <laughs> and he's like, well, we can be quiet. And he's like, she's like, you're making me nervous. Stop. Oh my God. She got low expectations. Like you don't have to do much. Clearly. So then we cut to Raquel and she's like, should I like pull Allie like for a chat or like what should I do? And she's like, I guess I'm just going to pull the bandaid off. I've got to get to know the girl. I mean, she doesn't really, but yeah, (laughs) she doesn't like James doesn't hang out with any of them anymore. So you don't really need to get to know her. Yeah. But she was very nice. I mean, they were nice to each other. It was irritating me with Allie's gum chewing. Like Raquel's talking to her being nice and she's like, I'm like, girl, you look like a donkey. Like, stop. There's, Spit the gum out. I, I want to wait before, like, I drop my hammer of judgment, but I, I'm i nervous about her. Yeah. Well, we we had warnings. Our experience with her was she was very lovely and nice, and I really liked her. But prior to meeting her, I mean, casually, briefly, not really, like, properly introduced. But yeah. We had heard some things about her uh, uh, motives or agenda. And I don't know if it's true or not. I'm just, I guess we're just going off of what we experienced, which was, she was pleasant. Yes. Yeah. So I, I want to wait and see. So this was hard to watch. You know, Raquel is like, you know, kind of taking the lead in the conversation and she, it bothered me that she used the same word that she used with James, because again, like you said, she doesn't need to check in with Allie. She does not need to check in with James. So the fact that she is and she's saying that is kind of like a little, I don't know. Like it's almost even coming off like controlling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and but or like, like wielding your power or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like and it like kind of. Yeah. I, I don't know. Look, if you want to get in this group, you know. Like yeah, a, they all support me, so step yeah. in line. Yeah, it would it would kind of it would intimidate me for sure. So, um, yeah, this this conversation was just odd to me, and it just like it it broke my heart again for Raquel. Like, I feel like this is like such a scream for help. You know, she's like, you know, I just want to check in, and you know, um, Ali's like, he's good, and like, I want to, like, I'm glad we're talking because I do want to be considerate of your feelings. And, and then she's like, I feel like low key, like we switched lives and it's like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, can, like, like, can anyone step into Raquel's shoes? Like, I don't care if she broke like whatever the circumstances, like it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's yeah. 
So, um, I mean, you it's know, hard she, for Katie. Katie was the one that wanted the divorce and not Tom, but it's obviously hard for totally. her seeing this. Totally. That's just normal. And then, uh, you know, she's like, yeah, I like found myself questioning, like, did James even love me? And like, that was really hard. And then she's like, you know, like, I think he's just like, a, you know, he's a fast person. And then like, they cut to James and he's like, go, 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 go. I just took two. Go, 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 go. <laughs> and it's like, okay. And um, she's like, you know, like his energy is just so fun. And so Raquel like kind of stops her there. And she's like, yeah, but even though like his energy is fun and like, I know he's like so charismatic and fun to be around. There were times I had to monitor what I was saying. And I you like, think ahead because you might get triggered. Yes. And like I did it, you know, to not rock the boat. And totally. so I can see that they kind of bond over that. And she's like, yeah, like you have to, you know, make sure that you don't rock the boat. She's like, but I'm starting to rock the boat a little bit. And so Raquel's like, good, like rock the boat. Rocking the boat is good. Yeah. So they kind of That's had a, a little moment. That's good advice. But James is getting nervous. What the hell is she talking to her? So then that guy rolls up and he's like, you're sitting on my couch. Yeah, you're so creepy. Um, and then Lala and Schwartz have their talk. Okay, this was like, did she just come from Stassi's house? You have to take stand for something. Literally, Stassi has said that exact line. And she's like, you have to pick a side. You have to stand for something. You have to. Like, I'm like, okay. Okay, so let's let's break this down a little bit because... So he says, this seems absurd. Like, cheating is horrible, but there doesn't need to be this, like, line in the sand, like, I can never speak to Randall again. Like, he's very offended by this. I, too, have been in, like, a situation where, like, I, like, you, your friend, like, wants you to choose sides, but it's awkward because, like, you're friends with both and you're trying to, like, not just be, like, well, since you're not friends with my friend anymore, like, you're cut off. Like, I mean, he it, could say, okay, then don't be friends with Katie anymore. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I think, and then, like, even Tom mentioned, um, Sandoval mentioned earlier, like, I don't think he was, like, purposely being malicious by going to play pickleball you know like yeah. he was just like i'm gonna go play with randall tom, big whoop no tom's never gonna like shoot the shit and diss lala he's too uncomfortable to do that like he's not gonna sit around with randall and be like yeah i agree lala's such a bitch she said blah, blah, blah. like schwartz is that's not their conversation no no but i mean i see your point because like she's trying to do the custody battle she doesn't want him to know anything about her so she tells us and like we hear in this episode that she had a rooftop meeting at Sheena's apartment where she gathered the crew together and she's like look you know this is where it is I'm gonna be stepping into a custody battle so like I need you guys to be on my side like period and I feel like if that was said and like you respect her and like you care about ocean like it do, it is a big deal, especially with like all the things like he's not letting her on the show. This that da 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 yeah. da. Yeah, it's different than like Schwartz and Katie because yes. he is so controlling and like like and and Sue happy and threatening. Yes. yes, and there's a kid involved. So. And I and I feel like what she's trying to say to everyone is like you guys don't even know the half of it. Which she on the other side she claims she didn't know, but she's like everyone should know. Like it's it is a little. She contradicts herself a little bit. Yeah. So he says like that she really hurt his feelings that he was like going through a very hard time in his life. And, you know, it's like she 
she never cares about what anyone else is going yeah, through. Yeah, I mean, that was a fair point he made. It, it was. And and she did in the moment like say like, I'm sorry, you're right. That was He's bad timing. 12 years. Lala was only with Rand for five, four yeah. or something. Yes, yeah. yes. And they're not married. But they have a kid. So maybe that balances out Tom and Katie's 12. I don't know. There's just, she, you can't compare and contrast, but... So she kind of ends it with like, she's like, this is the year of like burning bridges and stand for something. And it was so interesting, the shots that happened at that ending thing, because it literally went to like Katie, to Raquel, to like, it basically, it was like the the lines were drawn of like, everyone, like shit's going down. And then it ended and it said, now happening this season on Vanderpump Rules. Ooh. So. And that was our 25 pages of notes. You guys, we oh won't, it won't all be this long, but this is a premiere. We've been waiting. So and you can at, listen to this in chunks. It's not even that long. It's like 136. Like we, we've been longer. Oh, we used to do like two and a half hours. Yeah, we used to like. Oh, that's great. Yeah. For the premiere, especially. Okay. Yeah. It's 11, 10 p.m. Like not bad. Like very good timing for it. We've gone to one, two, three in the morning, I think. Yes. And. Yeah, so you guys have this the seven minute. Uh, the podcast is not seven minutes, but it's about the seven minute trailer. You have this one. You have the Patreon on Sundays with some juicy info in that one. You guys have a lot for the whole week, so you're all stocked up. Yes, <laughs> and we have so much. Like I know we keep teasing, like we have so much coming up, but like oh my we, God. we really do. Jersey started tonight. Ooh, so I can't wait to watch that. When I can't you wait to watch that. <laughs> and then Summer House starts next week. I mean, never my favorite, but I still cover it because y'all watch it. Um, what else? Oh, OC trailer supposed to be like March 1st. Ooh. So. I need to. I, and um, I drove by the Selling Sunset building the other day. There was some stuff going on there, too. Um, but yeah, I need to get into the. I need to go do like Orange Theory where everybody goes and get oh. some dirt. I don't. I'm scared to try that exercise class, I don't, though. Well, I know I can't. Do it's it. like very, you very know how I feel. boot campy. Yes. yes, I got so pissed at Holly. It, we, it, it almost ended our friendship. <laughs> like it was very. This close. is a bunch of bullshit, Holly. <laughs> oh my god! Like we didn't speak for like a couple <laughs> weeks after very, that. Very angry. <laughs> but I love all the other like Equinox, Pilates, Bar. All of that's been fantastic. But Barry's not a fan. Yeah, it, it is gnarly. I mean, it, not even the the workout. I hated the instructor. Like she was a bitch. Yeah. And then when I tried to transfer my prepaid classes to Holly, <coughs> they weren't going to let me. I was like, fucking assholes. Yeah, it, it was stupid. So yeah, I were, I think Orange Theory is pretty much like that. Me too. And they've been having so many commercials I, like online and stuff. I'm like, okay, calm down, everyone. <laughs> okay, well, you well, guys. I do, maybe I'll do it with you, though. I do have a class pass with Ooh. like $500 on it someone gave me. So um, dang. I know. I was like, ooh. Um, I know. I, I, so was, I, I would try it. I love when I see our posts of like when we were going like crazy and we were doing like three classes a day. Back and to like, back in a row. That was fun. Like that was that was like the good old days. Like I would like get off of work and like meet you and we would just like go crazy. It was fun. Damn kids. I know. Freaking kids, dude. <laughs> God. All right, you guys, we will be back with other shows, but also, obviously, VPR, the staple, will be hitting that fresh and prompt as per usual. 
Hit us up on Patreon for all the extra content and juicy details that we don't always share on this one because it's just easier not to. And you guys, thank you. So, like, there, I feel like there's been such a good buzz in our group and with you guys messaging us. We love when you message us. And like, even if you share an article with us or the other day, someone shared with us Jax's story. We are both blocked. So I was able to go yeah. onto another account, show Sarah, and we had a great time laughing at that. And that was thanks to you guys for telling us about yes, it. Yes, and it's 11-11. We always podcast when and it turns 11-11. I love it. This is our year. You guys make a wish. It's 11-11. Uh-huh. Season 10. Let's go. Okay, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.